Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Achtung, achtung, Christmas is a coming, dear listeners. And to quote Richard Chaplow, 26 appearances, nine sun, one goal. As he once said, you cannot beat a good board game. And we've got a good board game for you here. Achtung has teamed up with a tremendous football trivial pursuit style game called Pundit. You can follow Pundit at Pundit Games on Twitter. And it's a really nice little game, actually. It's a board game. It consists of football trivia questions, easy and hard. Some of the hard ones are very, very hard. And you move along a football pitch to score goals against your opponent. It will suit the football head in your life, dear listeners. Great way to pass a Christmas afternoon. You can get a 10% discount if you visit punditgames.co.uk at P-U-N-D-I-T-G-A-M-E-S, punditgames.co.uk. Get a 10% discount at checkout with the code LIONS in capital letters. LIONS, capital letters. And every sale will benefit the Lions Food Hub. Um, what a better way to pass your Christmas than to enjoy a good football trivia game and to know you're doing good at the same time. So get on it. Punditgames.co.uk You're listening to After Law, broadcasting from the beautiful South Berlin. Except no substitute. It's a cold, cold Wednesday, dear listener. Wednesday, not Tuesday evening in uh, Kent. Is it Kent or Greater London for what we like to call in these areas the El Kentico between Erif Tan and Erif and Belvedere of the Scaffold Premier League? Uh, we go into this fixture at the Era Stadium with Erif Town in their red and black strip against Erif and Belvedere in their familiar blue and white. My name is Michael Avery, and as always, um, I'm not going to self proclaim myself the Scaffold King. I'll let, uh, I will sort of call myself the Scaffold Squire or just bloke who knows what position teams are in through the duration of the season. Um, and so, yes, here we are for this game for Acton Grassroots. First to be third, huge game today, looking at the year of Tan team. We've got a number of players who've scored a lot of goals this season starting. You know, we know Adam on league is sometimes, uh, sometimes certain players you want aren't available, but Stedman Callender, the number nine, as uh, is starting for Eriftan, who's been the danger man so far. But we also have some with Eriftan um, players like Alfie Macy, Harry Taylor on the bench ready to come on, with Alfie Eldridge, the number 14 as well. 
And you see, this sounds a lot more professional than normal. It happens because I'm sat in front of the whiteboard with the uh, with the players' names on them. Normally, dear listener, as you know, it's like, ah, oh, the 12, ah, oh, the 10, ah, oh, the 7, or ah, oh, Dave Martin, who used to play. But we've, uh, we know they are this week. Uh, not long to go now till kick-off. The players have just entered the field. You'll hear the referee players whistle shortly to call them in. On cue, he must be ready for me. Um, and it is first v third, as we said earlier on. So a huge, huge top of the table clash between the two sides. It's Derby Day. It's the break during the World Cup, so no excuse for people not to go to these games. And as usual, dear listener, we will check in when things happen. Let's just hope they do, or this will be a very short pod. And the referee about to blow the whistle. We are. Oh, it's about to be underway. Oh, I got a bit carried away to 15 with the ball to Jamie Humphreys, naughty boy. Oh, it's happened again. It's happened again. It's happened again. We can't do kickoff. It's happened again. Here we go. Calm, calm down, 15. Right, here we go. Now we're underway. Third time's the charm. Here from Belvedere going from left to right. Here from right to left. Long ball played over and out for a throw-in. I've not really done this because uh, things have happened, but it just adds to the occasion that the game started, as we know. Um, as we came into the game about 10 past 7, there was about 50, 60 people in attendance. There's a few more. It is cold, it is wet, I'm not going to lie. Uh, so that might damper that might damper the attendance, but it might not damper the atmosphere. Long throw there. Oh, I think, did you hear that? Did you hear the what? We didn't. Nothing came from it. It was rather a dramatic uh, noise from the person taking the throw there. Another thing that's made some comments in the first couple of minutes by those in attendance um, is the size of the area from Belvedere boys. And it is true, when you get to non-league, you get a lot of bigger, big strapping lads. Um, it's a bit of an understatement there. Um, but I remember from the Wellington game a while back that uh, me and Nick Hart went to um, when um, Ira from Belvedere with a home team it's not necessarily the size of the players I'd be worried about it's the speed of them and lovely cross has come in just quickly from Ira from Belvedere while we're talking Tangle in the box referee gives the foul to Ira Town. Eh, not too sure of that but still um, he's closer to me he's seen it but no going back to the point Ira from Belvedere they're very very quick on the ball and they like to um, remember when we watched them play they, they successfully like to play that ball out wide and cut in so I wonder Will we see some more of that today? Will we of town nullify that? Because with all due respect to Wellington, the uh, the quality between the two sides is is slightly evident. Um, just looking at the stats now. It's stats time. It's stats time. Can you help me open my uh, piece of paper, please, random person sat next to me? Thank, wrong side. Thank you. Now, get me a beer. No, I'm joking. Um, right, so just looking at the stats going into this game now. Um, Irith Town uh, with manager Adam Woodward. We know Woody, good guy, um, regular on the podcast. Well, he was last season. He's not been on much this year. We'll have to change that. Currently on 25 points, third in the table. Played 12, won eight, drew one, lost three. Goals, four column of 30 goals against 17. So, yeah, they've got a plus 13 goal difference. Up against first placed Erith from Belvedere. Played 15, won 13, dear listener. 13 of one, drew the one, lost one. Goals for 43 against 15. So, similar goals conceded. So, they've got a uh, rather, rather large goal difference as well. Um, we'll look at the last five results. So, Punjab United beat uh, Erith Town in the last game in the Scaffold Challenge Cup, 1-0. Uh, then we had Lordswood 5-0 win away for Erith Town. Uh, the K-Sports game, which I went to, but Nick didn't put up. I spend all this time recording these things and he didn't put it up. But no kidding. Um, they lost 2-1 at home. They lost 2-1 away at Hollands and Blair and they won 3-1 away. Oh, away, sorry, at home to Holmesdale. But remember, these just include the league games. Um, so they're doing very well in the FA Vars at the moment. 
and have gone through to the next round, which has uh, impacted their domestic uh, season slightly. Uh, Eric from Belvedere, they, uh, they won 2-0 uh, at home against Canterbury. They won 2-0 at home against Rustall. They won. They drew, should I say, 2 all away at Whitstable. And their only loss so far this season was a very surprising. If, if you're into the scaffold divisions, dear listener, uh, you'll all be very surprised. They lost 5-1 at home to Tunbridge Wells, um, which is a result no one saw coming. You know, that, that's, that would be the coupon buster if you bet on this level every week. And then they won away against certain uh, Athletics. So top goal scorers for the two teams, as we said earlier on. For Irith Town is Stedman Calendar with 11 and Alfie Eldridge is next behind with 5. And for Irith and Belvedere, Danny Lear has 9, Nathan Palmer has 9 and Tyrell Richardson-Brown has 6. I have two people sat next to me. What? 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 I will keep them anonymous until we get bored and say who they really are. But Tony, yes, I know Tony from Welling. They won't know who you are. That's why I'm keeping it anonymous. And Mrs Tony from Welling dragged along. Man United fan, dear listener. Never been to Old Trafford. <laughs> Thought I'd get that in. Um, so, what, 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 what do you think score-wise tonight? What, what do you think, Tony from Welling? I said, I said four-two, here of town. I think it's either going to be one of them games where you go all out or it's going to be very cagey, but the way it's starting, I consider it being goals. That's got nil-nil written all over it then. Mrs uh, Tony from Welling. I think it might be one each. One each. She's known to sit on the fence. There are splinters with that scoreline. We'll see how it goes. Up the dockers, up the deers. There's, an, there's another there's another irony in non-league football. We've seen some weird things, obviously. Last season, we had the Sesame Street T-shirts. We saw drums. Ultras, remember, at VCD. But now we have a man standing next to a sign that says, no standing. Have we got anarchy? Have we got anarchy? Have we got anarchy in the era of stadium? There's a man with next to a no standing sign. Or it could be. It could be, dear listener. Who remembers Dino standing at Millwall? Could be no Dino standing. You never know. He could be banned. But that could be libelous. So keep it in, keep it in. Or if it's too slanderous, get it out. But no, there is a man standing next to a no standing sign. Let's, let's see how long he's there for. Let's do a sweep. He'll be gone in an hour. Anyway, back to the game. There's a lot of football in the air at the moment between Eriff and Belvedere and Eriff Town. Um, not really keeping it down too well. Um, in the space of about eight seconds there, I think there was about four or five headers and a, and a volley. Danny Lear with the first goal there, we are over the tunnel. It was a long throwing in, um, headed out wide to uh, Danny Lear, the number 10. It was, it, turned, it was on the turn, first time it on the turn, would you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much, wasn't through it? Yeah. yeah, good, good angle, through, through the legs of the defender into the bottom corner, beating Mackenzie Foley in the year of 10 goal. Um, as, as Mrs Tony from when he was said, it looked like it was slow motion as well. It was slow motion, yeah, it was one of those. Do you know what, I think the keeper thought it was going wide, because he didn't really go for it, did he? He, he did stay still, so he didn't really go for it. It was, it was it, it's, it's, it's disappointing one to let in, in truth. If you're Adam Wood, would you be a little bit disappointed? But it's, it's a good hit on the turn. He's beat the defender who's blocking the view. And there you go now. It's uh, it's one nil to the Deers. So uh, the, it's the away team at the moment who are leading the local local derby. Uh, not too much action in truth. Again, a lot of football's been in the air, and that's been the first real shot goal so far from both sides. Or both uh, the only shots really challenged either keeper. Uh, so there, there'll be more in this game. I remember, I remember here from Belvedere um, 
era of town last year at Parkview Road. It, it started a bit slow, started a little bit cagey, and then it really got lively towards the end. It's going to be an interesting game because the rain is still coming down. The pitch is in good condition. It's a fair play to era of town's groundsman, but the pitch is still in good condition. But this ball is zipping around, and you don't know what's going to slip out of the goalkeeper's hands. Maybe that 4-2 was looking likely. Here from Belvedere, come close there on the right-hand side. A uh, player comes in. Which player was it on the, who came in on the right-hand side? Who was it, the player on the right-hand side? Was it the seven, wasn't it? Was yeah. it seven? Yeah, yeah, the seven. Clover yeah. Brand, um, her top goal scorer, cuts inside on the right-hand side. Really should have... Uh, Really should have had a shot, but some somehow he cuts it and hits it back on the defender and the keeper Gav as well there. This rain is shocking. Um, I said it was a little bit wet earlier on. Um, moist is the word. Not many people like the word moist. Is it a podcast-friendly word? We'll put a poll out, but anyway, it isn't moist anymore. It is chucking it down. Um, luckily, we are... Uh, there, there's there's a good side and a bad side about being covered by um, by like a sort of tin roof is that when the rain's directly on you um, you don't get wet it's fine but it inadvertently kind of creates a wind tunnel so when it's in your face it's cold and wet um, this could be a time for a no loo plug no one likes us no one likes us clothing no one likes us I've got the hat on at a hat without an H they've also got um, nice coats eighty five pound I saw. Um, and remember, you get a discount code if you are with the uh, MSC, MSC full member. And we've also uh, got the uh, get the free T-shirt deal at the moment. But no, so, yeah, remember, no loo clothing. Do a lot for the local area and for Millwall fans. Get a T-shirt from the Blue Anchor pub. Um, but, yeah, back to the game before we start turning into QVC. Um, a free kick on the left-hand side just inside the Irif Belvedere half. Uh, Irif Tan is kicked in. It's long. It looks good. Oh, a player just on the end of it, the five. The five, uh, where is his name on the whiteboard? The Ryan Mahal there, very, very close to making it one all. Just slides in. Um, I think he slid for about a quarter of an hour out where that pitches, but no, he, um, he slid in and just clipped it over the bar. Um, the rain is coming down, and uh, I do feel for the ball boys and the players who have to warm up in this because, good God, it's wet and cold. But here from Belvedere now on the right hand side, about to take a throw, I'd say about sort of 10 yards away from the 18-yard box. The eight who's not wearing gloves and short sleeves in this weather. Is he mad? Lewis Chambers. He's got the ball now. Big throw's going to come in. Well, it looks like Big Throw's off on the running track. If people know if Tan, he's off on the running track. Will he do the long jump? Or will he take the throw? Throwing comes in. Makes the six-yard box. Flicks on nicely there on the edge. Flicked away. Bicycle kick. Oh, well held by the goalkeeper. Bicycle kicks. I remember last time I tried to do a bicycle kick. I nearly discount my shoulder. Still 1-0. Mistake, mistake from the Irith Town goalkeeper there. Um, basically, it goes back to him. He sort of fumbles it a little bit. It goes back behind the uh, byline for a corner kick. So just before half-time, now if Belvedere have got a corner on their left-hand side, should we say. The referee's going over to the Irith Town uh, bench to have a quick word because I don't think they're particularly happy with the decision. Uh, I thought it went over the line. Um, there's a few people here who, who don't agree and clearly the Irith Town bench do but you know we've got to go by what the Lino sees the Lino to be fair to him the flag was straight up as soon as the decision was made uh, the referee's still talking to the bench so will we see cards for the bench? I hope not you don't don't really like seeing subs or managers books or anything like that it's uh, like as silly as it sounds that normally tends to be for things like descent and stuff I'm moving backwards where it's a bit drier the, um, the, the Kent Messenger newspaper man oh oh no 
and someone in the attendance has just banged their head on the desk of the press box. He's fine. He's fine. If you had a brain in there, he'd hurt. Don't even know the gears I'm talking about. Corner comes in from the left-hand side. Oh, and it's uh, headed clear by the defence just before half-time. Eric from Belvedere clipped the ball back inside. Looks like I think a line of flag will come up. Maybe not. On the edge of the box. Goes out wide again. Great tackle by Eriksson to get it out. And away it's cleared. So it's half-time here at the Eriksson Stadium. And Eric from Belvedere, the visitors are still 1-0 up. And it's not been it's not been the worst game. In, in truth, there's not been much action from both sides. Um, and the way both teams play is, is, is kind of predictable in the sense that they, le- they look to be doing the same things uh, repeatedly. Um, sometimes they work out, sometimes they don't. Neither goalkeeper's really been tested apart from the goal we went in the bottom corner. Um, Irith and Belvedere could arguably say that they should be maybe one or two more up compared to Irith Tan who, who have struggled, as I said earlier on, to, to really penetrate the back line and, and force anything from the goalkeeper. They played the long ball well um, and I know when you say the long ball, a lot of people think that's the hoof. But I don't think they're playing it too badly. You can see what their game plan is. And the first ball from the long ball gets one well. But it's the following up that they need to work on. And it's just being nullified every single time uh, by Irith and Belvedere. Irith and Belvedere, they like, they're liking to play the ball a bit more on the floor, bringing the wide players. Um, but again, as we said earlier on, they need to work on how they sort of get their first touch and those players into the game. Because... A few times the players run out wide with pace. Um, he's not really had too much support, so he's had to cut in and then therefore he loses the ball. But as we said earlier on, and we say every single time of these games, it's, it's, it's good to get down to these local teams. You can hear the atmosphere in the bar now. There's a few people here having a pint. Um, just bought two beers there, £3.50 each, which you compare that to the den of like £6, whatever. It's a bit of a rip-off. But there's some people here you get to know, friendly faces. And it's, it's just good just to get down to, to your local area because otherwise, you know, Millwall are on hold now, obviously, because of the World Cup. But otherwise, Millwall very rarely play on the Wednesday evening. There's a local game one. Get down here. Uh, still got another 45 minutes to go. You never know where legs start to get a bit tired and tactics change and a little bit of desperation. We might see some other things, but will we stay 1-0? Um, I can't see there being too many more goals in it unless something drastically changes because I don't think there's been the sort of promise in the first half uh, that would say there would be more goals, but football's a funny old game. You never know. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Achtung, Mailball. We're back here for the second half and there was a huge error from uh, Erif Town. Uh, big kick up the pitch. Um, he looked like an easy, easy clearance from uh, Erif Town to uh, to get the ball out. But then what's happened is he's completely sliced it. The nine for Erif and Belvedere has run through on goal and he's just one-on-one one with the goalkeeper to make it 2-0 so early in the half and he's put it wide. He's dra- dragged it wide. I think that's the word for he's dragged it wide. Um, unfortunately, for those who wanted to know the names of players, I no longer will be able to do that because we've moved locations uh, so we could arguably stay a bit drier. Uh, but stupidly we seem a bit more in the open so I'm not sure if this will be a schoolboy error uh, but yeah so it'll just be back to the numbers now but the nice long balls played upfield Here of Tan I tell you what this ball is slipping all over the place the Eriff Tan goalkeeper's come to clear it it's bounced up slipped out of his hands hit him in the chest gone outside the box on the left hand side and he's under pressure from the nine and what was a simple gather for the goalkeeper's now turned into a throw in to Eriff and Belvedere Rainwater running up a stairs near us, like, like, like a waterfall, really generally like that. Last the athletic tracks waterlogged. It's crazy out here today, really, really, really wet. So full credit to the players who are playing in this. Corner on the left-hand side comes in from Eric and Belvedere. It's met near post. Is it gone in? Is it in? Oh! Cleared off the line, looked like. A header in, Eric and Belvedere player. Goes to win the ball and I've had to strategically place my brolly so I don't get drenched. Oh! A red card's been given. A red card has been given. I was too busy strategically placing red um, umbrellas. Anyone know what that was for? He threw the ball at his head. That's the ungenerally conduct, I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah what team? Eriff Tan, yeah? Eriff Tan. Good thing someone else is watching. But yeah, so uh, they're down to 10. This is going to make it a lot more interesting. Um, we're getting to a point now where the ball, um, when it's in the air and it bounces, it zips along okay. But um, just a moment ago, an, an era from Belvedere uh, through ball was played and it slowed down a little bit. So, uh, yeah, I know I keep going on about these conditions and I know it sounds uh, I know it sounds like I'm having a good old moan, don't get me wrong. But, I mean, for those who know the era from Belvedere, era of Town uh, Stadium, uh, well... Basically, you've got a green fence uh, just in front of the stand. We'll I'll put, we'll put a picture up so you can you can see on, on the show and, and the tweets and everything. But basically, you've got a green fence just in front of the stand. And then I'd say you've got about uh, six to ten feet uh, of concrete before you get to the running track. Um, and basically, from that green fence up until the second lane of the running track is basically underwater. Uh, so again, full credit to the uh, full credit to the team who are 
the ground staff here for getting this pitch ready because it's draining pretty well at the moment. But I mean, this is what Sam the surrounding areas you've got like little balls next to you here. Um, where it's running down onto the track. The track the track is absolutely submerged. The first one, two, three, four, five, six rows aren't even being used by people anymore. I, um, as well as many other people, are using our umbrellas literally on our laps to stop us getting absolutely soaked to the bone. Um, but at least that £3.50 uh, pint is being refilled. So you get your money's worth, certainly. So I've had seven pints for the cost of £3.50. There you go. Ball's played through up front. That's a lovely through ball to the 12. Plays it across goal. Oh, and the number five just plays it from here of town, plays it over the bar for a corner. Lovely little build-up play by of town there. Real, that's the first real... That's the one. Um, too many areas. Um, but yeah, I think that's the first time there's actually been some nice passing movement in the game. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, definitely. I'll tell you what, fair play to these boys out here with this weather. That's why I said it's crap. I'll tell the you what, crap. we're sitting here in the stands, we've got our bodies up in front of us to protect us. And it just goes to show that the ball was about two feet in front of us and none of us moved to go and get it. So, no, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But no, I'll tell you what, back to the football. Yeah, uh, nice football there. Just, and uh, full credit to the fella who's been stood out there all that time and is pissing down the rain oh, with mate, his phone. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what let's hope he's got water damage on his phone insurance. <laughs> but now we've got a throwing on the left-hand side from here from Belvedere. They're taking their time taking this. There's not long left to go. And 1-0 um, is going to be a good result here. Local derby. Um, very, very sort of professional game management performance by from Belvedere. They've let Erie of Town win that sort of first ball from flick-ons and everything like that, but they've not done a lot with it. Um, if you're Erie of Town, you'd be disappointed with this in the sense that there's not been too much action for the Erie from Belvedere goalkeeper to deal with. Um, and there's been a few times you've actually got away with, got away with murder, like a little bit in the sense that, you know, if it wasn't for better touches and better finishing from Erie from Belvedere, you're probably looking about 3-4-0. So the visitors... Ball in the middle of the field now with Erif Town. He's now gone back out wide. Um, the red card's definitely affected Erif Town. They've, they've not really been in the game at all since the red card. But there's been even little threat now. I mean, since the red card, how many, how much of the Erif and Belvedere keeper had to deal with? Yeah, all right, I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably look at possession. I think they've had more possession. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'll say so, but. Nothing, yeah, exactly, yeah, nothing's coming no, off. Uh, I take that, but I do apologise. Oh, no apology needed. No, it's, it's, it's just out. Once again, Mark Wavery. <laughs> yeah, for, first time for everything, yeah. <laughs> Big long kick now from the Town goalkeeper. Trying to look up to pitch. Yeah, too long, too long. Straight out for a goal kick down the other end. The frustration is starting to set in. Not long to go now. Um, I th and I do honestly think that if... Uh, can you see it? Can you see it? Oh, no, no, no. Can you see him snatching the point? No. 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 Uh, and it would be, it would, obviously as neutrals, it'd be nice to get a couple of goals here, but I can't, I can't see any more goals in this game. Erif and Belvedere, they're not under any real pressure. They'll take the one. There was three points. They're away from home against local rivals. They'll take the points. And they're just settling there. Yeah. yeah. A bit of game, game management, you would say. Game management. GM. <laughs> Now in the coffin for Erif Town, it's Erif and Belvedere who, who doubled their lead to make it 2-0. Uh, some nice interplay in the middle of the park there, sees the uh, player in space, opens his body up and he just puts it to the keeper's bottom right and just completely, completely no chance with the save. Erif and Belvedere from just down the road, not too far away, double their lead and will definitely walk away with the three points here. Really, really good professional, <laughs> very professional from a semi-professional team and you can see now why they're top of the league. I've said it a number of times today, I sound like a broken record. The conditions are shit. The ball isn't bouncing well. It's holding up in places. It's cold. It's wet. It's horrible. 
they've gone away from home 1-2-0. This is what happens when you're top of the league. And they're showing now why they're a team who've only lost one game this season. Very, very, very good performance by Everton Belvedere today. Again, not necessarily pleasing on the eye, not one for the purists to enjoy. But if you're a fan of Everton Belvedere, job very much done. The visitors now 2 0 up. Not long to go now. They will stay top of the table. A floodlight's gone out. Oh, it's oh, dodgy play by Irith Town. They're turning the lights off. Abandon the game. Irith Town again, a little bit. Would you say it's desperation? But again, they're it's, just, it's, trying, uh, they're but... just trying. It's ten men, long balls over the top, and it's just it's just not it, it's just not worked for them today. They're a good side, Irith Town. I've seen them a number of times this season and last season. They're a good team who know how to play football. They've got a very good manager, very good system, good squad. But it's just not clicked for him today. Dust yourselves down, lads. Go another day. Here from Belvedere. There was a write-up in the week on their website that, you know, here from Belvedere have been real surprise package this year. You know, you're in the division with Phoenix, you're in the division with Glebe, Ear of Tan, talking to Adam Woodward last year. He was looking at going up and doing well in this division, looking at challenging. And they are, they're third. But then you've got teams like Stansfield who, who come up from Scaffold Division 1 last year. And they're up there as well. You've got so many teams in, in such an open division that it, it's great to see. It's great to see that the further up the divisions you go, the combined count is the sort of nation, uh, national leagues, north, south, everything like that. That's when that's when you start seeing your gaps in the league table and certain teams doing well and um, sort of gaps being created, as I said, between the sort of top six and the rest. But this division is so open. And a team like Erith and Belvedere and Erith Town, who last year finished, what, fifth and sixth or sixth and seventh, something like that, to be up top of the table in the top three. It's great for the local area. It's great for kids who want to come and watch. It's great for local people who, who their pro side's not playing. And it's just, it's, at the end of the day, it's football, dear listener. It's football, you know, like... We had it a little while ago with COVID when, when we weren't allowed to watch this and now we've got a World Cup where we can't watch our teams. It's it's football, it's good value, it's a good laugh and you can't knock it. So back to the game now on the right-hand side, Irith Tan. Irith Tan started to build up an attack but Irith and Belvedere just nullified it. So we walk away from the Irith Stadium where it ends Irith from Irith Town. Always got to do the home team first, Michael. Irith Town, Neil. Irith and Belvedere too. Um, as we've covered a lot in this game, it was very, very difficult to uh, really assess how the game went due to the weather and the conditions. Um, and ironically, it only stops bloody raining when we walk out of the place. But um, yeah, you'd be really happy with that if you're Irith and Belvedere. They will be, I mean, what, we have 15, 16 games in the season for them now. They will be there or thereabouts. They're a good side. Um, they've got a lot of uh, different ways they like to play. They like to play the long ball, but also they... Their primary attack seems to be playing it on the floor, playing it out wide and nipping in. So, good side. Yeah, I mean, you don't you don't play 15, 16 games and only lose one and win the vast, vast majority of your games um, if you're a bad side. So, they're going to be there or thereabouts. Here of Tan, it wasn't their day, in truth. Um, like I've said earlier on, I've seen them a couple of times this season against Phoenix and K-Sports and a number of teams. And it just wasn't to be. Uh, they're a good side, got a good setup. They're, they're going to be... They're going to be a side who, in the next couple of years, are really going to do good things. Uh, Semi-pro, Skeffel, uh, combined counties level, so they're definitely to look out for. Um, yep, they're both both good sides, both show. It's one of those games, really, where they, they dominate sides and they dominate scorelines in the way they play, and they're doing well in cup competitions, everything like that. You know, Irith Town are still in the FA Vars, third round, third round I think they've gone through to, um, and Irith Town are doing well 
in um, in the league as well. So when you've got two very, very, very good sides, you either have the type of games where it's exciting, fast-paced and good to watch, or it's a bit like a chess match where it's a little bit stalemate in the sense that they both nullify each other well. The red card for me did change the game um, in the sense that Irivtan at times did knock it around quite nicely and did seem like there was going to be some moments of attack but um, when the red card happened as we mentioned earlier on um, it just completely uh, took away any real um, attacking threat they had but they'll dust themselves down they're a good side as I've said a number of times good manager they know what they need to do again similar to uh, Erith and Belvedere being top of the table you're not third in a division like this to so wide open if you're a bad side especially with your Glebes and your Phoenixes and those type of sides so we'll see how the rest of the season goes. So this is Michael Avery signing out for Acton Grassroots leaving the Town Stadium. Up the Deers, up the Dockers, up your local non-league club, whoever it is you follow. Arriva Dirty Mill. Achton, Millwall. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com when you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.